Hey everybody, welcome to Quotes and Stuff with the Kennedy Bros. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Holla! <laughs> but no good night. No yeah. good night. And oh, this was a suggestion. We need to do our introductions right off the bat. So, oh, and we also need to say we do time codes right off the bat. <laughs> yes, but uh, I'm, I'm your host, Nate. This is the, the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and TV shows. I'm always joined by my two brothers. This is TJ, the yeah. middle child. <laughs> and I am Christian. So, so we got introductions out of the way. Not, I think the last couple of weeks are always like, don't forget to do introductions. And then one of us forgets to introduce <laughs> yeah. ourselves. But we're learning. But, yeah. But, Christian, do you want to hit us off with the question this yeah, week? Yeah, I'll start us off with the question. I'm back again. Um, so... The question this week is, uh, first, I, I got to introduce you with familiarity if you've ever seen um, Avatar, uh, not, not the last airbender, yeah, the last airbender, not blue people avatar. Um, <laughs> blue people. I love avatar. how that's the only way we know how to refer to it. Just avatar. Oh, the blue people. <laughs> it's not even James Cameron's avatar. It's blue people avatar. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's blue. Yeah, blue mm. people avatar. It just it's, makes more sense. So. Um, what type of bender are you? Not kind of, not kind of what, not kind of what bender would you, would wanna, you want to be, but what, what are you yeah, from your life? Like, yeah, in, in reference to Avatar, the last airbender in that, um, in that world, what type of bender are you? You got something to go for it. Now. Okay. For yeah. me personally, this isn't what I want, but I think I fit the most with the, the, the airbenders, the air nomads. Okay. Um, and yeah. Okay. Because no. here's the thing. It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, and I should say, what type of air or what type of bender are you, and and why do you think that? Yeah. See, and I think that is because the airbenders, you know, they're very low key, chill people. You know, they're just living in the mountains, doing their own thing. They're not like, hey, I need you to go cross this great water and do this great thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, hang out with each other, have fun, help other people. It's all good. And you know, I feel like because I'm a little more chill personality, mm -hmm. I, I would fit in with, with their people. Bending style, yeah, I think I could make it work. But yeah, no, I think I'm just, I, I relate to the chillness and kind of the, the fun loving a little yeah. bit. You're like, hey man, yeah. it's all good. So that's why I would say I'm an airbender at least. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that for Nate up there flying in the clouds with the, uh, with all the other airbenders and just ha having a good time. Um, the only they thing just seem a little too, f like, too fun slash goofy. That's uh, where I would say. Uh, well, maybe I, think, not. I think Aang is a little more goofy. Yeah, definitely. Um, as an airbender, but I think. Um, like, think about Monk Kiezo. Yeah. I think for, yeah, for, for the most part, though, they just have a, a very chill, easygoing vibe. Mm -hmm. um, inner and, peace. And Nate fits that. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, yeah, inner peace. And Nate fits that well. Yeah, but would I have to go bald, though? Or could I be an airbender and not go bald? Well, you're going well, bald anyway. Am, no. uh, <laughs> just kidding. You, <laughs> sa you savage. Uh, Nate's uh, not going bald. But, but Aang, uh, Aang he, grows hair later on. That's he, what I was going to say. He, he shaves it. He shaves it out of uh, tradition. Yeah, but, you only have to shave it at the beginning <laughs> so you can get the tattoos. <laughs> that's, <laughs> true. that's true. That's true. Anyone, yeah, anyone get that tradition? Reference. No, I got it. Yes. I sang it with you. The the classic tradition of Fiddler on the Roof. Okay, there we go. That's that, that was for the listeners out there. All you musical fans out there. But yeah, I'd be an airbender. Okay, very good. I uh, I I think I'm definitely an earthbender. This is very uh okay. kind of stubborn, uh immovable. <laughs> like 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 a rock? Kind of <laughs> like a rock. <laughs> like like the rock? Like, like I am, like I am the rock. Dwayne um, the Rock Johnson? 
I could potentially see me being a, a fire burner, but I don't think I fire am. Firebender. Firebender, gosh. <laughs> and a fire burner, you know. We can we can be multifaceted here. Okay. Um, We're not limited by our, the technology I'm, of our time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm not a, I don't think I'm quite hot-headed enough. I'm more stubborn than hot-headed. And mm-hmm. as far as water goes, I'm not like kind slash healing enough. Though, if I could choose, I'd rather be a waterbender. I think they're the most powerful by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like for the firebenders, they get the bad rep because um, they, they, try to take over the world. <laughs> they started the 100-year war. Yeah, weird how that gives them the bad rep. But, um, but you the think... Nah, Nazis. Little SNL skit there for you. But, um, like, I, I reference back to, I think, season three, it was when it's showing um who was it avatar roku roku with yeah. fire lord who's who's the fire or not he was, the, he was the fire lord tenzin's best friend yes not tenzin not tenzin uh, that's different but uh, it was he was uh it's ozai's father ozai's grandfather grandfather i can't remember his name at the moment uh, sozin sozin so they were best friends but sozin was like honestly like you love well, like a nice easygoing guy and i feel like the the fire nation in general wasn't like too ravaging or killer instinct or so that's fair but then they Mm -hmm. kind of maybe turned into that after after the war but anyways for me uh wow we we didn't plan this again and (laughs) we we really we don't plan these things when we say it i I swear i i actually feel i would be a waterbender Um, (laughs) because uh i do feel like yeah uh i do fit like with the um, they, they do have a, a little bit of a, a low key part of them, but they also have like the, uh, a, a kind and a healing factor, which I feel like I can, uh, relate to. I think of, um, Katara and I, I'm like, okay, I, I relate to sides furs, um, when I think about parts of her in the different seasons, but then she definitely has an edge to her as well, where she goes all, uh, crazy Ape. and, and <laughs> just, you know brutal brutal and doesn't take no for an answer and just mm. whoops booty and i think that could be me too i'm like i'm pretty kind and easy going for the most part but then sometimes i'm like yeah. see, all I, right down to business i'm I, whooping butt you I, know i see you as a mix between Sokka and the the waterbender teacher when they get to uh oh yeah that guy's kind of a punk the, when they get to uh the north northern water tribe that trains the southern water tribe stop it there no no Northern, because they're from the Southern Sokka and Katara. Oh, they are? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm mixed so up. when they get to the Northern Water Tribe, the teacher that trains Katara and Aang, I see there's a mix between him and Sokka somewhere in between. But Sokka has no powers. Yeah. But no, I, I see a bit of a, um, a Zuko and Christian as well. No. <laughs> it's probably because of the, the scar on his face yeah, that's covering his yeah, eyes. So for those of you, because you haven't seen Christian, Christian has this massive scar. Kind of looks like Two-Face. Um, it's quite unfortunate for his dating no, I life. Do, I do not have any scar. <laughs> you see the picture. But you have scar, like, that's okay too. That's okay It's totally fine. But um, I do not think... Uh, I have uh, the Zuko feels, but no. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> but we're all doing a little internal de- reflection. reflection here on who we think we mm-hmm. are. So I think all of us would want to be, a, well, I would also want to be a waterbender, same as TJ, because most powerful. And I feel that I am but the most powerful. Can we, can we, well, who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> but do we, none of us want to shoot lightning out of our hands at all, though. See, it's useless. I, I think it would be kind of cool, to tell you the truth. But, it'd, it'd be cool, but I don't know. It's you're limited by the technology of your time. Yeah, I always, I always thought it was so funny where it's like firebenders and lightning. I'm like the physics and chemicals of that don't quite match up in the same way. But I guess you could kind of think of like 
air. They're like making stuff go through the air. But so lightning's fast. like a kill shot though too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you're dead. But also, so is blood bending. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can plant bend. And then you can just do anything with water because everything has water. <laughs> yeah, you're you're pretty powerful if you're a waterbender. But, mm-hmm. yeah. but anyway, so that's the, 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 the question. question. Before we, uh, you know, you, you'll, you'll see why we, we ask this question later on. But well, I think you'll know if you've read the title. <laughs> but too. but uh, before we dive, dive any further, we should uh, reveal the quote from last week. That's right. And this one I remembered. I was actually thinking of it like a couple days ago. So it was still kind of fresh. And then I got, I luckily reminded myself. Well, Nate technically reminded me. I always uh, do. <laughs> before we started. Uh, that was uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Uh, number six. Number six. So that's, Numero seis. And if you remember, we did Zack Snyder cut, and Henry Cavill is in uh, Mission Impossible 6. He's actually a bad guy for this time around. He actually almost kind of becomes Two-Face with how his face gets burned by the oil yeah. in the helicopter. Yeah, that, <laughs> oof. That was, that's a brutal scene, and that's mm-hmm. a brutal death. Like, you can take it, though. He can take it. But yeah, so, and it kind of relates to hope, you know, because he was like, hope is not a strategy, but it is if you're Superman. That's <laughs> mm, <laughs> true. But yeah, Mission Impossible 6. Yeah. Uh, we should play the quote for this, this week. week. Yeah, let's get this week. Back off, Parker. Wait, stop. These are people you're about to. No, 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 back no. Off. They're fly bitten savages that live in a tree. All right, look around. I don't know about you, but I see a lot of trees. They can move. All right. That is the quote for this week. We'll play it once again at the end of the podcast and reveal it at the beginning of the next episode. But there, there is a connection to uh, our topic that we'll probably reveal uh, next week as well. But for now, let's dive into the news. Yeah, let's, let's do it. So it was uh, announced that She-Hulk, uh, the upcoming Disney Plus series, has started production and started filming. A she- um, and there's six episodes in She-Hulk, I believe, right? I think so, yeah. yeah so it'll, it'll be kind of a similar. Well, um, yeah, from last I recall, there were six episodes, and but unfortunately, I think they're only going to be like 30 minutes as opposed actually, to... I, th- I think it's actually more than six because it's, it's 30 minutes. I think it might be... It might, it might be have eight. Got, either eight. It's, it's, I think it's between eight and ten. Okay, that's good because 30 it, minutes is... Mm, but it's not, not quite enough time. time, as we've said. <laughs> but I think it's supposed to be more of like a legal drama comedy. So, oh, really? Yeah, because she Hulk's a lawyer in the comics. Yeah, but yeah. she's also like Hulk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she has her law degree. Yeah, and so she, she doesn't will use that law degree. But yeah. she, she doesn't like. Um, uh, she she doesn't become inco like she she's inc- she, totally incoherent. She has all her intelligence, yeah. and yeah. it still has the strength. So it's so, kind of like what Hulk always wanted, but then. It's well, very boring cinematically, hence Avengers Endgame. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, wait, so is it? But um, she, she's, uh, I think, a lot more different character than Hulk is. Yeah. Are they going to do like her origin story? Is like she going to become She Hulk in the th- series? I, I don't think so. Like, I think they're just going to make her. I think she's going to start out already as She Hulk. Probably, I think we'll probably get some flashbacks because uh, uh, what's it, Marco Ruffalo is set to appear in this series. Oh, so okay. I, I don't think it'll be like, oh, this happens, the accident, and then. Mark Ruffalo gives the blood transfusion to her. I think that would be maybe a flashback if we get that. But, you know, we still got a, a lot of world building in between. So I don't think it would be too much or, origin focused. And this is a different type of different type of story. I mean, we have WandaVision with uh, its dynamic. We have Falcon the Winter Soldier, which is a, a little more back to original Marvel. Mm-hmm. And this, they, ha- <clears throat> they haven't really done a, a, legal, uh, drama. a legal drama. <laughs> well, it's a legal feel with uh, comedic. Uh, sequences in as well. So, 
As mm-hmm. long as she's beating some people up throughout, like I, I guess I can I'm, get behind it. I'm sure she will be. <laughs> yeah. Name a Marvel show where someone hasn't gotten beat up. <laughs> Tom Selleck. Tom. That's, <laughs> that was a. What the, that's a reference. I know. To, I know. To meet the. It's how. Uh, it's what is it? No, I can't. Oh. It's. Uh, I, I know. I'm, I'm. I'm very. I'm familiar with the reference, but yeah. I, I don't know what it is from. Because he's like he says, and Cornelius is the father of you. What does Cornelius look like? Tom, Tom Selleck. What, what is that? <laughs> that is a uh, oh, it's not that's it's not mean. It's mean the Robinsons. It's meet the Robinsons. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Yeah, anyways. Then was, was, Tom Selleck is not a Marvel movie. Yes. No. Nor has he appeared in a Marvel movie. <laughs> not yet. Well, he's like eighty. So yeah. Yeah. He is. Dang. Moving on, uh, we got another trailer for Fast Nine. Yes. Nine. Yes. As you might have guessed, this is TJ. Uh, I did not see this on my news well, feed. <laughs> I'm, I'm sad to say, we are. Well, you already know what the plot's going to be for this if you've seen the trailer. Yeah. And if you watched any of the previous Fast uh, films, you know what the plot's going to be. But, but like, the stunts. Nate, like Nate and I have said previously in many podcasts, you go because you know what you're getting from mm-hmm. these. But, um, you don't expect a lot and you're going to get high explosive action, good yeah. um, sequences, and you're going to get... Dumb. Family. So, so, yeah. But it uh, looks like uh, cars can fly, and it also looks like they go to space in this trailer. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. That's a lot. I, I would have chosen one frontier. or the other and <laughs> saved it for another well, movie. Well, they, start, they start with a flying car, but the flying cars end up taking them to space. Mm. So, there you go. I feel like the ridiculous factor just keeps going up. Yeah, they got up they got up the ante, and they haven't been in space yet. So, so. I remember back in the day, we would just race the car. (laughs) Next thing you know, we're blowing up the moon. (laughs) Yep. Because basically, they they go from being uh, street racers into the the most, like, international espionage team (laughs) of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Gotta start somewhere. In the course of about four movies. Yeah. Yeah, more just one movie, Fast Five. Yeah. But anyways, moving forward. Uh, there was a, a little bit, I guess, going to a little bit of DC news. Obviously, Snyder, come, Snyder Cut has come out. That's been a little more of a hit. You know, there's always people asking about what about the David Ayer cut for Suicide Squad? <laughs> you know, multiple times Warner Brothers is like, yeah, we don't want to release that at all. <laughs> it's but, like, uh, if you thought the Suicide Squad was bad, we don't want to release David Ayer's. <laughs> but he uh, just released some more stuff on social media, just like a, a photo of his version. And also at the end of his version, because it was a screenshot of after they beat the the Enchantress, it had uh, in his cut Diablo still living instead of uh, oh. sacrificing himself to, uh, uh, I don't know, he fought whatever Enchantress's Chantress. brother. Yeah. The weird, I don't know. It was just weird. Just know that. It was weird. <laughs> it was very strange. But here's the thing. I would, I would watch it if, if his version came out just, just to see. I would if, too. If, just to see if it, if we, it would can't it be, be on, worse. <laughs> but, <laughs> you never know. But we, yeah, yeah. we would hope. Yeah, I don't really know what his cut would have been. It was, it was really the lines different. that did it for me. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... But moving forward, uh, they announced the budget for the Lord of the Rings Amazon series. Mm-hmm. It's costing for the entire season one four hundred and sixty-five million dollars. Are you kidding me? That's um, a I, lot of dough. I th- I, I think that's bro- broken the record for the most expensive TV show of yeah, all time. Yeah, the most expensive movie of all time. Previously, I think it was WandaVision. Yeah, was the most expensive. I can't remember I, the number. But uh, it's yeah, it's that's gonna be a lot. But I don't know if they've got the money. Because this is uh this is the prequel, cool, right? yeah, the prequel series, like the the Iliad or not the Iliad, the, the not 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 the Hobbit? sand 
Sans something. I can't. Are remember. you trying to? I, I, I don't. It was like the prequel books that what's his name wrote. Uh, Tolkien. Tolkien wrote. I thought he just wrote The Hobbit. No, so the, he he did write The Hobbit, but then he writes one like talking about the creation of Middle Earth and like the gods and everything. Mm. I, I think you're talking about episode one, episode two, <laughs> Phantom Menace. Is that your yes, about? yes, mm. and the gods. Yeah, okay. yeah, you were just confused. That's it's my okay. bad. My it's mistake. okay. <laughs> happens to all of us. Mm -hmm. But it's costing this much money for sixty-five million because that's uh, that is more than the entire original Lord of the Rings trilogy combined, budget-wise. Is it PJ who's directing it? Uh, PJ, you mean uh, Peter Jackson? Peter Jackson. <laughs> uh, PJ, I, I like that. that. <laughs> Robin Hood? Um, no, he's Peter Jackson. I don't think is uh, uh, associated with. I think it. he's probably like an executive producer, but mm. I don't think he's that much involved. Well, that's so. good. We we could in you know, Chris and I always talk about wanting a little more, but in Peter Jackson's case, we'll take a, a little, little less. less. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't love the the four hour extended cut of the Lord of the Rings? I like the I action do like sequences. That. Yeah, those are fun. The action sequences for sure, but like King Kong, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. Continuing on though, it was uh, announced that Mads Mikkelsen has joined the cast of Indiana Jones Five. As the okay. bad guy, I'm sure. Yeah, they've not said what role you know, he is playing. He seems more like a good guy to me. Yeah. Okay, he is a good guy in, in Rogue, Rogue One, One that's and, and in Chaos Walking. No, he's a bad guy in Chaos Walking, yeah. I'm pretty sure. He looks really? like he looks like a good guy. We have we haven't seen Chaos Walking, yeah. so he looks like a good guy in the trailer, but then uh, I'm pretty at sure the he's end a bad of the trailer, guy. it like you're like, Oh wait, he kinda looks bad. Uh, well, I don't think he was ever good. I think he's just like the sheriff of the town. Mm, but no. then he's like, We gotta stop Tom Holland from talking to the girl because he's got power somehow. But yeah, I'm So is Nick know. Jonas good? That's all that really matters. No, I don't <laughs> think Nick Jonas was good. Yeah, I think, no. I think, what? I think <laughs> Nick Jonas is I, I think everybody's bad except Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. Oh, there you Typical. Go. Actually Typical saw, world of men. I actually saw this meme earlier today or the other day with, uh, it was, yeah, Chaos Walking, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. And it was like, they were just like chilling and waiting. And then it, it was like, they hear something coming, but it's from the movie in Camp Rock. When all of them are walking <laughs> down, they're just Camp Rock. And it's like, they're doing it. And then as they get closer and closer, Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland are just like, Wait, what? <laughs> it's like, control your thoughts. I'm trying. <laughs> Who could have done this? It's like those idiots. But it works out. Nick Jonas. Yeah, it does. Camp <laughs> Rock. But yeah, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, Indiana Jones 5. I think we all assume he's playing the bad guy, but he could be yeah. playing a good could be guy. Good. He's misunderstood. Like, very, <laughs> I'm going to say unlikely on this one. <laughs> if I was a betting man. But. but will he have weird eyes? That's the real question. I'm guessing something at some point will happen to his eyes. That's true. At least a scar or the something. eyes are the head of the groin. <laughs> Dwight Schrute. Um. <laughs> Beneath the wait, eyes. Wait, wait, don't you mean they're, they're the groin of the head, not the head of the girl? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I was like, I was like, I haven't seen that episode, so I'm totally, sure Dwight. I, was, I, I thought about it for a second, and I'm like, man, I don't think that's right. In my head, I had I had it perfect. I'm like, sweet, this this applies so well. And then the, the, the eyes of the, 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 the groin. Is so so Just, poor. So the saying is the eye the eyes are the groin of the of head, the not of the head. Yeah, of the I was groin. like, but it's like the head of the groin. I'm like. Okay, Dwight uh, said it, so I'm like, fine. <laughs> but oh boy, we all make mistakes. Uh, okay, okay, good, good to clear that. Up. Yes, yes. But uh, our last bit of news it says for the Mandalorian cast, obviously at the end of season two, Luke Skywalker cameo. But the cast was told that that cameo at the end of season two was going to be Plo Koon. This is uh, according to no way uh, Katie Sackoff, uh, and they're like that played Bo Katan. And, so and people are like, wait, Plo Koon. Like Plo Koon 
Don't you guys remember he got shot down and blown up? Like blown he, up. he could he could have lived. He could have yeah, lived actually, in the bar. But maybe actually he could have. That's true. Or maybe they just didn't trust their their uh, their cast to know Star Wars enough to be like, well, actually, he died in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Hour <laughs> fifty two into it, no. But uh, they probably. I don't know. I would imagine not too many actors are like, oh yeah, Plo Koon. I remember him. Yeah. But- I, if it was Plo Koon, I would have been way more stoked. Not gonna lie, because I mean, I like Luke, and it was like, of course, it's gonna be Luke. But if it was Plo Koon, I'd be like. Here's the thing, though. A lot of people, a lot of casuals out there are watching Mando, and they're like, who is this? You yeah, know? that's so, the problem. That, that, that's the one. But this is the thing. We, we need to help bummer. them reach for higher things, like Plo Koon. Justice for Plo Koon. That's what I've been... Or, I've been saying that since day one. But here... Well, there could be... Honestly, they could have done another Jedi, too. Oh, I don't... Could I won't get into Fisto. it. I, I won't get <laughs> <Fisto. Yeah. laughs> After he gets murdered by the Emperor, that one's... That one's very clear. You can't, <laughs> you can't say he survived that this great that thing. One. Like, if you look at the camera angles, uh, it shows where yeah, Kit Fisto dies. But then when they're filming later during the fight, the body is gone. It's obviously just like one of those things where they yeah. like messed up kind of thing. But there's like, get Fisto alive. It's like <laughs> Kisses was like surviving and he's like, I should help out Maves or I should just escape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's it for, that's, that is it for the news. And last well, question, do I, you have one or two pieces? Just one, one little thing. Um, and this is just, uh, again, this, and this could be more rumors because it was in the past like 24 hours. Um, some Spider-Man No Way Home oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, Alfred Molina uh, was. I mean, we talked about this before a little mm-hmm. bit, but it, it's confirmed that he'll return as Doc Ock in Spider-Man, and that he'll uh, be C- like CGI. It's not. I know it's not quote technically CGI, but like they'll use the um, de aging. Yeah, the de aging effect technology. Him. But because yeah, he came and did an interview, being like, "Oh yeah, I'm in the movie. Come on." Let's talk. <laughs> so we, so he'll be in it for sure. That's kind of cool because he'll, he'll be in it. I lo- that's that's what he that's what he has said. Now. That's what he just said. <laughs> and then uh, and then a little bit misle- it could be misleading. I don't know. I don't think so. But. And then Harrison Ford will show up and be like, "Adios, Sato." I <laughs> know uh, he was going to come as uh, Indiana Jones. I thought. What a shame. But is that all you got? You got anything else? Yeah, that was okay. the only thing that I wanted to wanted to mention Imagine, so far. But- that is it for the news this week. Before diving into our topic, we got to talk a little Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode five. What are y'all thought? What are what are y'all's thoughts? Yeah. So initial thought, actually, um, a little disappointed because I felt like they were building it up uh, in the media. They're like, "Oh, this is the best episode mm. so far." It was the longest episode. It was the longest episode. Definitely not the best. Um, they built it up. I felt it was actually very slow moving, and I was like, "Okay, like we, um, are we getting anywhere with this?" Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it was just a little boring to me. Um, the only part um, that I was truly excited for was the very beginning mm. when John Walker was beating the crap out of Bucky and um, Sam and Sam, which was enjoyable to see, actually. <laughs> um, so. Uh, yeah, I, I would disagree with you. I, I actually like this episode a lot because, I don't know, like, I like we gotten so much action and be like, oh, we have to move the story along in this. That I felt like we hadn't really gotten too much character development besides maybe in, like, episode one, kind of two-ish. Because, I don't know, three and four, is just kind of like go, 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 fight, 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 get the, get the flag smashers. But this one I kind of enjoyed more to kind of take a step back and be like, okay, let's look what's happening to all the characters. 
I thought we got some really good character progression, especially for Falcon. You know, Bucky, I think, was a little rushed in a little sense. But for the most part, I really enjoyed the just t- taking a step back and having that nice character progression for, for both of the main characters and even a little bit for John Walker, even though that wasn't perfect. Yeah, see, that, that was my thing. I liked the character development as well, but it was something, again, that I'm like, this should have been happening throughout. Like, Sam's the only one I feel like who's been having key moments throughout where he's... And so when he finally kind of came around and is like, okay, I'm going to take up the shield, it made sense. Bucky, when he suddenly is like, oh, here, let me just open up about all my feelings. I'm like, at the beginning of the episode, you literally like walked away from Sam. You were so ticked. Like you just dropped the shield and, and left or whatever. So that, that was really rushed. Uh, Walker was also, I felt, really rushed. I, I thought they were going to give him more time at the beginning to kind of like grieve and think about what he did before he had, they had the big fight. Um, so... Uh, I liked what they did. Like, I'm glad that they, you know, focused or had some character development, but it just goes back to like my, our age old conundrum. This should have been eight episodes where they can space out that character development a little bit more and, you know, intersperse it with more action. So we don't just have to have, you know, 45 minutes of just straight, you know, character development and nice things happening. Like, I think they could have spaced it out much better. Well, I think they were... Um, what they were going for here with some character development. I, I understand what they were trying to do, especially with the whole building the boat thing. Um, but then they decided to add an extra 20 minutes to building the boat. And I'm like, okay, I know building a boat takes long, but this is also um, like, this is the entertainment universe. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to watch you guys build the boat for 20 minutes. But I think it was more just to show him and Bucky bonding a little more. And right. True. What, what would but, we be without were, that slow mo? I was about Bucky. to say that. <laughs> Bucky, uh, Bucky wakes up in the slow mo. Like, oh, where's he going? Yeah, like, he's like, just what's he going to do? He's just like, he just walks to the boat. I'm like, I'm like is this, am, am I watching the Snyder Cut? Wait, <laughs> Snyder Cut? Snyder Cut? Um, we know what we were talking about. And then we were like, ancient lamentations suddenly come on. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But I, I don't know. Liter- literally, though, um, and I, I could go back and, and maybe watch it, but. 20 minutes of the 50 minutes was them building the boat. And mm. um, I, I just got a little old for me. I think they could have done it in, in 10, still had the same character development mm-hmm. with Bucky and, and with Sam and continued, um, continued the story on um, to get to the point where they, they needed to, even if they had just cut the, the episode, like, even though I'm always uh, arguing for longer episodes, I'm like, cut this episode 10 minutes short so I, so mm. I don't have to, to sit through some of this. And Add that I'm, 10 minutes to another earlier episode. And I'm going to get the same, the same effect. Um, though, um, and I can see what TJ was saying with their, uh, and Nate, what you're saying with a little bit of a rushing with, with John Walker. Um, I'm able to over, overlook that, uh, I think, with him probably because he's becoming my favorite character. In the, really? Yeah, by far he's my favorite character in the story. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I wasn't at first, obviously, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, he's kind of there. But now, honestly, I think he has uh, more depth uh, than uh, any of the characters. I think he has more depth than, than, or just as much depth as Sam. Bucky's feels uh, a little rushed. Um, actually, I would mm. say Zima would be my favorite character, but um, uh, he hasn't just had he hasn't had enough screen time. Yeah, that um, was sad to me the way he that just, it just left. Yeah, because it's like, oh, he escaped. Like, what's going to happen? And it's like, we're just going to catch him really fast. I'm yeah. like, I really? I bet though he'll um, or maybe 
they'll show this in like an end scene at the at the in the credits or something. I bet he'll escape before he gets to Wakanda. Yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm sure. No, he's not Side going. Note. They say they're not taking him to Wakanda. They're taking him to the raft, which is the prison that is in Civil War, like that giant With thunderbolt. <laughs> yeah, where where that giant giant uh, underwater prison was, where like Falcon and all of them went after they got caught after the airport battle. So that's where they said they were taking him, but. Mm. We actually meet me, TJ, and Dallin all watch this episode together. And Dallin's points out, like, oh, that's probably a reference to maybe Zemo joining the Thunderbolts. Because in the comics, that's what Zemo does join later on. And the Thunderbolts mm. are basically like General Ross takes a bunch of supervillains. It's and his suicide squad. Kind of. Except, <laughs> except it's not like we're going to blow your head off. But yeah, in yeah. a way, it's kind of like Marvel's suicide squad a little bit. But that could be in reference to, to building okay. up to that. Well, he'll be able to escape from that easy. And that's what, and this is actually what I'm theorizing as well too, that like, uh, so I, I mentioned this last week when Christian wasn't here, but there's, I, I heard a theory that uh, John Walker is going to become the abomination. The abomination. So he's like, he has the serum in him and then he's eventually going to go crazy. But then I also heard that they're going to introduce the abomination in She-Hulk, which could yeah. still be John Walker. No, but because they're, they're bringing back the character or I don't remember. I don't know oh, the actor's actor. name. He's he's gonna appear in Tim Roth. Uh, he's gonna appear in um, She Hulk. What they're gonna do um, with I believe with John Walker is so uh, the 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 big cameo, which they need to stop saying big cameo because they're lies. They, they really <laughs> should say microscopic well, cameo. See, I was actually talking about this with Dallin. I'm just like, this is the trend now to be like, oh, there's a big cameo in the series. You just gotta wait for it. So dumb. Mm-mm. Okay, you keep yeah microscopic cameo um because <laughs> um matt it's madam hydra who shows up yeah mm-hmm. one of the there's like seven madam hydras in the comics yeah. <laughs> yes that's who it is okay so so it shows up to john walker um it's like hey here's here's this card with no name on it i know you took the serum blah 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 it, it, that, see that really just took me out of a moment yeah I'm that just, was because so i'm just weird. like <laughs> it felt like hey i'm just gonna throw some maybe exposition like you know, during the whole time you see John Walker's face and he's just like, what? Just like his face during that entire scene is was our had. face as well. <laughs> We're just like, wait, who are you? What are you doing it's here? Like, what are you doing here? That just felt a little forced, but, like really forced. You know what they actually could have done to make that feel a little bit better? I was okay with it actually, but the, uh, the, the music in the background really didn't fit. Um, I, I think, yeah, uh, that's true. That, that conversation and that dialogue, if they changed the music, I think a little bit there, I think it could have had a little bit, uh, better of an effect i think as well just her being so like like haha this is fun we're like i'm just like another joke stare i'm like no like be evil like don't don't try and be like zemo we not yet (laughs) not yet dude no way you're evil (laughs) back in action chancellor palpatine is evil (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was yeah not really it was i just felt a little forced probably they're gonna build more off of it in the future but 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 he'll become like he won't. I don't think he'll become like an abomination, but he'll become like he, this. He's his character in the comics, U.S. agent. Yes, but he's US just going to be. A I don't know. Guy. I just had a hard time getting him behind. He's just like, I am Captain America. Like I did I, for not that I couldn't take him seriously, but it's just like it didn't really hit me like how crazy he just started going because I felt like they haven't really shown him going that much crazy because. Well, I yeah. think it just shows the effect of this, the, the serum, serum. Yeah, and how but, it's not perfected. But I, I also just feel like give us a shot of them, him taking the serum and him feeling different. Because it's all been applied, just implied that, oh, yeah, he has the serum now. Maybe True. he never took it. True. <laughs> no, he no, did take it. <laughs> but just like also at the at the same time, like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like his descent into madness was like very, very quick and rushed. Because like 
I was talking Do about this pretty quick. So you're saying we needed more time or more episodes, Nate? No, I just think you could. I think I think you could frame it a little differently. <laughs> I would just say I would say, I would agree more time. I don't necessarily think we need we'll more see. episodes, but but the other thing I I just want to finish up before you go and say uh go into your next point is just I I feel like he's like we we've only really seen him because I was talking about this with Down. Like he's been Captain America for like three weeks, and then he's just like okay. Jobs taken for anyone. Anyway. I am Cap. <laughs> I feel like we could get a little more, show a little more magnitude of he's been Captain America. He's getting rejected as Captain America. He's trying to do his right, but then he takes the serum, kind of goes crazy, and that affects mm-hmm. his judgment. So it just doesn't, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm not, I see what they're trying to do, but I'm not really feeling it. And I don't feel like it's working as well as it could have mm-hmm. been. But it's not even, it's not even the Captain America thing. Um, that's the problem with him, right? And I think this was portrayed really well when he's arguing against the senator he's like he's like you guys built me i've done everything you've asked prior to me being captain america you guys asked me to Mm -hmm. be captain america so i I don't even think it's him like yeah it just kind of uh boiled over the top when they asked him to be captain america and that was just a burden that was too much to handle but it was uh over it was throughout his time as uh, a soldier uh, as a soldier and he was doing all all of these things, and they were difficult things. They gave him the purple hearts to remember the the worst day of of his life over and over again, right? And so he's had these constant struggles um, as a soldier that um, I think have really really weighed on him, and he's feel like he he's felt like he's had to do all of these things for the government, and the government's built him. So I think it's been that the that's been the the biggest struggle for him, and now it's kind of just boiled over the top um when he well it, when he became captain america that was really the struggle struggle then when uh battlestar dies um mm-hmm. and now he's a serum then it boils over the top so uh i i can see what you guys are what you guys are saying for sure with yeah um it, it, it he he plunged really really quickly but there's a lot of underlying factors too that i think well and that's- take into account that they didn't show them the best but i i still get it and yeah. that's why and that's why i like him because i can see that i can see there is the depth there that i i don't think um that depth i i really don't think sam i think bucky has that depth i don't think sam has that depth i think they're th- trying to throw that depth at sam but i don't yeah. think it's there i i i could see it being there for sam like kind of this idealistic kid who's maybe not as aware of things i just think and i see all of their character development makes sense to me. I just mm-hmm. need to see it more. So I haven't seen any with Bucky. Like if there had just been like one or two scenes with John Walker in previous episodes, like when they fail to catch Carly the first time on uh, the truck and then they have like, like John Walker has a call with like that Senator dude or something. And it's like, like, okay, so like report in and he's like, I didn't capture her or whatever. He's like, all right, like, come on, like, you're supposed to be our Captain America, like, we chose you, and he's like, okay, yeah, and then another scene later where they're like, okay, we want you to, like, do this more dangerous, like, or kind of edgy thing where you, like, maybe kill some people, he's like, "Ah, I don't know, like, is that what Cap would do? He's like, come on, Captain America is what we want him to be, and he's like, okay, and so then he does it, and so then when he finally kills the guy, then it's very much, then we get that scene in the, in the council, or the, the court, and it becomes even mm-hmm. more prevalent. So I just think that's fair. That because I just I'm like I could, I would I would mm-hmm. like that. It's all it's all like none none of the character development is bad for me. It just they didn't show it right. So I, I'm totally mm-hmm. fine with Bucky and Sam becoming friends. I'm totally fine with 
Sam figuring uh, co- out co-workers co-workers <laughs> I'm totally fine with Sam becoming um Captain America and with John Walker you know turning kind of bad um I just think they didn't show it enough because we needed more time more, and more episodes, episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. there's just no time <laughs> um I do really like that Sam was going to be Captain America now like I, I feel like they, they I was afraid that this, they weren't going to make it happen and I but, was going to get ticked but, the serum oh uh, Christian he doesn't need the serum doesn't make you Captain America no but it makes you super powered <laughs> But look at what happened to here. Here's John Walker. Yes, he didn't have maybe the morals that Steve Rogers had, but his butt got whooped when it counted. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I'm. 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 I'm anti super soldier here. He doesn't need it. But I really mm-hmm. like that the build up and then kind of just like explain like why Wait, am I going to be Captain America? You're Zemo. <laughs> you're evil. <laughs> uh, no, you you missed my um, like comment last week where I was like I'm Team Zemo on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you destroyed oh, okay. the super serum. So, uh, but uh, I don't know, like I like yeah like that all training montage building up to it. Obviously. That's all I could think of while it was doing that. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, obviously he's gonna get the a Captain America suit or at least a Captain America Falcon suit. Yeah, it's yeah. Ca- it's like a Captain Falcon suit. There's been stuff uh, posted on the internet but, of like uh, what like, I look like. Uh, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be funny though if it was like Steve's original Captain America suit from the forties. You'd be like. <laughs> This is uh, the favor you called us. He's like, dang it. Or better yet, he just pulls out. It's just pants. It's like, Buck, where's the shirt? There's no shirt. It's like, what? It doesn't make like, any sense. It's just like spandex. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I will say uh, one more thing, though. Um, well, maybe two more things. Because Power yeah. Broker being Sharon. Oh, yeah. It's she's looking it's like definitely Sharon. Oh, of course, because she called in Batrock. Batrock, yeah. Uh, Batrock, and he... Uh, George St. Pierre, UFC fighter, right? Because yeah. who, who was earlier in, in, in the early one. season. Yeah. And then it's great because Carly thinks that she's uh, that he's on her side. Psych, he's not because Power Broker uh, set her up. So mm-hmm. Power Broker is going to get a shot at yeah. Carly, which and, I love to see. But yeah, and here's the thing. I'm kind of annoyed by Carly now. I'm kind of just like... Oh, yeah, Carly's the worst. <laughs> you're just like... But she was he, fine in the first two, but the then thing, she went bad. Honestly, she's just kind of... she. Uh, I don't even th- really see her as like a great villain for this story. I really kind I don't of think see she's supposed to. I, 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 yeah, I don't think she is the villain. I think it's actually more going to be John Walker as the villain of what they've built up. Not the government is the villain. <laughs> but she's honestly really just more of an annoyance. Yeah. yeah. That that it's like, and that's why I like John Walker more. That's why I love a good villain. I like I like Thanos. Um, right. I, I you love, like Obadiah. <laughs> uh, Obadiah. <laughs> I love this. Not not as much. uh, But like, yeah, uh, Thanos, uh, Zemo, right? You have these... uh, Loki. Loki, you have these fantastic villains who have depth and creativity, right? And and John Walker, you know, with the background that he has, they're going to try and create him into something like that. Or maybe they'll make him some mercenary. But um, Carly doesn't have that at all. She really is just more of an annoyance and I want her to be dealt with, you know? That's about it. And so, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, I'm hoping that Sharon is power broker because Sharon doesn't seem like a bad guy, like even like a mercenary bad guy. Like she's cool. She and, seems too, a little too nice still. She's like, hey, Bad Rock, I need you to do me a favor. Like, yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm hoping she's like forcing the, the, the voice. It's like, mm. what? No. So, maybe, so maybe we'll still get a twist of yeah, power maybe. broker or someone else. I, no, no, I think she's power broker, but I would, I would like it more to be like she's undercover. Oh, so she's like oh, still okay. like doing all this stuff just because I'm like, She's not like a. She doesn't seem like, like yeah, a killer. Bad guy. A killer, yeah. She's just like super tough and can beat people up. But yeah, it's building up for for the climax. If you got Baytrack with Power Broker, 
Then you got uh, John Walker coming in. Here's who's who's going to kill Carly first? That's so the real question. I, that's the whole. I'm like, I really hope Carly gets killed because yeah. I don't think there's any way I, she survives. I do too. She's irredeemable. I could. I don't think Baytrock will kill her. He's going to try. I think it's either he's, gonna, no. He's going to try to kill Falcon. Well, that's but he's, he I think he's also going to try and kill, kill Carly because because uh, they power stole the show. Mm -hmm. Okay, but I so I think it's either going to be John Walker, but I could also see it being poetic justice. Her. Uh, her second in command. Her second in command. Because he's dude. like, we're working with criminals now. Well, I guess third in command because the second in command got killed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's the second in command guy. He takes over and he becomes the the guy. Yeah. So I, I mm. could yeah, I could see them killing Carly cool. because he's, cause he's like, like a, we're going way too far off. Or no, the rails maybe, maybe he yeah. becomes worse than the the, ma the the apprentice becomes the, the master. master. <laughs> mm, I would like that. As long cool. as she dies. Like, if they try and redeem her, I'm going to be kind of ticked. I mean, yeah. too. But, yeah, me too. I'm, I, I'm just hoping Zemo comes back for one second, gets a sniper rifle, shoots her. Yeah, yeah, just, like, this is I true. Love Zemo comes back. Because we still don't know who, uh, in uh, Madripoor, we don't know who uh, killed, uh, killed the, whatever the, 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 the second to power broker. So it started with an S. Selby. Selby. Right? Yes. Which it, it could have been Sharon, but it we don't been know. Sharon, but I, yeah. But, but who's to say? But who's to say? <laughs> All we know is we think Carly. I th yeah, I think we're Carly's gonna die in this final episode. Yeah, and I just want to point out at the very end, um, at the very end of the the episode here, and then we'll jump into our topic for the day. It kind of shows. It doesn't show like an end scene, but it just kind of shows images with the with the credits, right? Mm -hmm. And it shows that uh, um, what's it shows John Walker making a new shield, mm -hmm. painting a new shield. No, you saw um, the uh, the credit scene, right? That, that, that is the end credit scene. The end credit scene. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But it's him making a new shield um, mm -hmm. that will be his. It won't be Captain America's shield, obviously, and it won't be vibranium, but it will be a shield that he will have, and it'll be probably a red and black to go along with the uh, red and black suit that he'll now have. So kind of mm -hmm. cool. I wonder if the shield will break. It'll be cool. I'm I'm glad with what they've done. The action-packed finale. We'll yeah, see how it yeah, ends. Yeah. Sure. Senator's going to die. Yeah. Bald guy, I'm sure, is dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he, yeah, he's got no chance of living. Me. The senators in the MCU are a dime a dozen, though. So. That's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but we should. Let's move on to our topic. Yep. Yeah, obviously, in connection with our question, we're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. Not the blue, blue people avatar. <laughs> <laughs> the avatar, the last airbender. Christian finally decided to, yes. to watch it after all these years. And uh, did you binge it? Is that how you got it done? No, I just watched it over over time period. And man, I'm very sad that it's it's over. Mm. I, I'm very sad because like I want to go now. Now I want to like watch something similar to it. Um, something, you know, kind of fun, lighthearted, action packed with a good story that ties all together but i'm like dang i i don't feel like there's going to be anything out there that kind of does it justice um mm. because i feel like the the story of avatar um ties so well together with each episode like i i'm thinking back i'm like oh like you know it'd be fun to go back and watch like jackie chan adventures because i love jackie chan yeah, adventures but it doesn't have the depth but it doesn't have, it the, doesn't depth have the depth and depth. the the overarching storyline that uh like avatar does and and really I don't think a lot of those those car those cartoon um, shows actually have. shows have those overarching things, except for like I don't know if you guys can think of some. Well, no, they mommy, but because they they have the the problem is like this is one like where the entire show has an overarching storyline. Mm -hmm. Whereas throughout the throughout the three seasons, throughout three seasons, yeah. the rest of the time, every other every other show maybe has an overarching storyline for a season. Like for, yeah, for a season. 
TMNT or something like that. You, and Yu-Gi-Oh does does kind of have it, it over the does, season, but like but it's, not the same. it's not as consistent. Yeah, it doesn't really have a lasting impact. And like this one, I feel like they built with the end in mind, where a lot of shows just start building not with the end in mind. Right. right. And, and Yu-Gi-Oh, sometimes this, the duels go on way too long, and there's too much monologuing. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, now oh. I play this monster, Yu-Gi, 10-minute backstory, oh, attack. Yeah. Oh, it, <laughs> yeah. it is an anime, so. Yeah, yeah. it's anime. But I, I think, I, I, I don't know, because I don't watch anime. I probably should, but like, I'm sure there's some anime shows that have this kind of long, overarching da- thing. Uh, Jalen was, was mentioning one uh, the other week that that he's like, oh, it's, there's, it's kind of a similar feel to Avatar, so maybe I'll have to give it a watch, mm. but. Yeah, Avatar was. I'm I'm very glad that uh, that I watched it all, but fa- very sad to mm-hmm. have it have it end. <laughs> and that's what's nice about because so Nate and I have seen you haven't seen Legend of Korra yet, right, Christian? No, yeah. So that's Kata- what. Wait, Legend of Kata- Legend of Korra. Korra. <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. Korra. Uh, and that was one of the the things that I didn't like as much about it is how there was like kind of one big bat one bad guy per season, and then she like defeated them mm-hmm. because the. There's just so much more character development that happens in Avatar. In Avatar, and especially because it's like you're not fighting the big bad guy until the end. But in the meantime, you're still fighting a bunch of other Mm -hmm. guys getting up to Mm -hmm. it. And so it was, yeah, just as Christian said, very, very compelling. Super fulfilling, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Great ending. Great ending. Let's talk about about characters then. Mm -hmm. What, what, What do you think about characters? And all throughout, starting with, we got the big three, and Katara, and Katara, Katara, and Sokka as your, your, your main, and then the original trilogy. Yeah, the the OG trilogy. Um, Great, great balance between, uh, between the three. Um, Obviously, you have uh, Aang, who's. Who's who's the main OG and who's gonna save save everyone? But you I know, believe Aang can save the world. We <laughs> <laughs> used to say anytime, anytime anyone ever says everything changed, just when the Fire Nation attacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's great because he you know he's just the young lighthearted kid who has got all the powers but doesn't necessarily think he uh, he can take it on. Um, and he has little his little funny lines here and there. And then you got Sokka who's. It doesn't have the powers. He doesn't have the powers. And you kind of think, I think when you first meet Sokka, you just see him like, oh, he's the comic relief. And you know, in a lot of ways he is. But they also go into his character depth very well. And you're uh-huh. like, he's a lot more rounded than you ever think you, right. I think you thought he'd be when you first see him. And they're mm-hmm. able to build out his story um, in a good way where it doesn't really feel forced, right? Mm-hmm. Where And like, and you, I think you even see that when like he... Uh, I feel like he's training with a sword in the third. Yeah, in the third yeah. Season. Like that when, when he's like, "Hey, I want to be a master or something." So he masters the sword and becomes uh, really gets the know, meteorite sword. Yeah, the meteorite sword. He has his own like awesome sword. So it's like uh, he does obviously add the the comedic relief and uh, and that's very very enjoyable to see. Um, but they build his character well, and then you have uh, Katara, of course, who's the uh kind of yeah she's kinda like, like the rock <laughs> the, the motherly figure who keeps them all together but then like i said she uh she has has the all business side of where she just goes to town and whoops butt so blood bending, blood yeah. bending. <laughs> and I, I think that's my favorite part about it is like they're they're all kids in this and mm-hmm. they very much show that like even the though young kids i think ages kids, <laughs> <to> 12 <laughs> yeah. um like uh, Katara is definitely the most mature, mm-hmm. but then she has her moments where you know she's lighthearted. She's lighthearted, and Sokka has to be more mature. And, and they really do a really good job, I think, especially of having them all grow up throughout. Because like, because yes. honestly, season one is much more kind of fun, 
and about the kid and mm-hmm. and I was like watching the first season I was like oh, this is kind of slow but like it, it was a little more slow yeah but in the whole expanse like pantheon se- pantheon seeing Aang develop from like you know a little kid who likes to have fun mm-hmm. to be like I have to save the world because I think in se- in season one uh, I think it's episode seven where it shows like well why did you run like wh- why why are you here now like why are you a hundred years later to see that he ran away right. from being the avatar to see his character progression, like I never wanted to be the avatar. I just mm. wanted to be a kid. But mm-hmm. now because of that, like obviously he still does like, you know, those kid like things because he's only like, yeah, he's like nine. 12, 13. <laughs> Is he supposed to be that old? Yeah. I think, oh. yeah. yeah he's, he's not, he's not nine. TJ. He seems nine. <laughs> he <laughs> it's looks, just, you know, yeah. it's like kind of an Anakin Padme thing. It happens. <laughs> but uh, just take the, to go from him being like, I never wanted to be the avatar to kind of more accepting his role to be like, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. is a really awesome progression to see. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that also it, it gets even and better. Zuko, guys, we forgot about Zuko. Well, yeah, oh, no, 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 I'm gonna start. Take, okay, get Before we get into the villains, I feel like <laughs> and Zuko. He's like, no, no, he was not part of the original three. He was actually trying to kill them in the first season. Yeah, but uh, I would say just the addition of Toph to their group, I think, adds a really, really awesome, like a, a great layer. layer. I just yeah. Yeah, another layer of dynamics, just to see like and, and layers. There are a lot of layers in the earth, like Toph is. A, <laughs> Earth bender. I was thinking more layers like onions. onions. Yeah, I saw that coming. <laughs> just have layers. Cakes, 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 cakes. <laughs> cakes have layers too, guys. Just remember, he, he says, Donkey says that, but then Shrek rejects it. Lots of things have layers. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I think Toph adds like this, well, just a cool character of like this blind character that is like the most powerful earthbender ever, mm. but also has a lot of depth with her family as well and the things she believes. Cause she's kind of like the complete tomboy. I don't care how people see mm-hmm. me or how people view me. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. <laughs> but it just, I think, adds a lot more depth and kind of the dynamic changes when she definitely mm-hmm. comes in a little bit For to, the to their group. I think I think my favorite though, Toph, I think of the group certainly has I think the least amount of character development. I would agree. Um, she stay, she's a little more stubborn. Also, she's an earthbender. She's an earthbender. Mm-hmm. I just think my favorite is when like it's like is it finally my turn to go on like my life changing adventure with, with Zuko? Zuko? And then she goes and she's just like complaining. She's like, and then my family did this and then this, and Zuko's like. Uh, okay, great. Now, be, be quiet for a second. Like, we really got to focus on finding A. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, really, really funny how, and, you know, Zuko to the group, just anytime they added people to the group, it was a, it was a good dynamic. Mm-hmm. And Toph's, Toph's uh, bending abilities could be argued as the, the most growing throughout uh, mm-hmm. as well, because she was only there the two seasons. Mm-hmm. And, like, basically, she's, like, the only earthbender to bend metal that she, we see she's throughout. The fir- she's, she's the, the first, first metal bender. She invents metal bending. Mm-hmm. So she's just, like, uber powerful so that was super cool to see and then she traps the two guys that kidnapped her we 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 really don't get a lot of uh uh, much of a conclusion with her her family family, though which is kind of like a bummer you're like oh man well also i always after i watched that episode where she traps them i'm like that would suck like those two guys literally starved to death just just stuck in there (laughs) (laughs) hopefully they would get out in some way but it's like no 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 they're just there (laughs) maybe someone found them but maybe but I guess let's talk villains then in the mm. series. Yes. Gosh. Um, Azula's so annoying. I and hate Azula. She, she's the worst. See, Which yeah. makes her a good villain. Yeah. <laughs> she's a great villain. Mm-hmm. 
and, and the worst. <laughs> like, and I also think Azula is like, because obviously first season, it's, yeah, like TJ is a little more childish. It's just Zuko just like yes. trying to uh, mm. to go throughout and capture him. And he's a lot more stubborn, you know, not as much depth. But I think, yeah, definitely his character, most character progression is Zuko. Mm. And I think without that, a doubt, I actually think Zuko is the best character of the series. And I think he does get redeemed. It was great. Of you're saying of all three seasons or in the first of all three seasons, just his Mm -hmm. redemption arc. And just Mm -hmm. like, and I think it also goes, it's like, because he's, you know, the the redeemed character, he has, he's relatable in a lot of ways and Mm -hmm. just kind of go from like, well, I don't know really what I'm doing. I don't know what I want, makes bad choices, but then still makes the best choice in the end. Well, and that's what I liked about it is like, cause when, when they first, like after they get exiled and him and uh, him and uncle Iroh, like have their time in the earth, kingdom and are doing their own thing and it looks like on the day of black sun that zuko's finally gonna come around or maybe it's not the day of black sun but it's like okay zuko's finally changed in season two maybe it's in season two you're talking about in season two or season three i think it's season three where no, no, um, it's it's, it's are, season, are you saying when zuko betrays them or when zuko betrays iroh yes that's in season two that's in season that's two the okay. end of season two end in, oh in that's right say. that's right it's embossing say not not the day of black sun but i love that because the day of black sun is when he actually does become yes good. And that's what I liked. I love that because it was like, oh, like they're finally going to make Zuko good. But then they showed Psych. that he was like, no, he's still working through it. And now he has, quote unquote, everything he ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And so it was just fantastic what they did there. Because I was like so ticked. I'm like, what? Zuko, how, like, how come on, you you're supposed this? to learn the lesson, man. And then it's like, oh, that's all of us. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. But it was, I don't know. It was cool to see him in the first one because I, I didn't know that he was going to go. Good. I had an idea that, oh, maybe he'll go good. But. I always thought, oh, yeah, Zuko, he's the guy with the ponytail and the scar and he's bad in, in the first season and just seeing him always kind of fail. And you do f- kind of feel like bad for him because <laughs> he's like, oh, he's just this angry guy that was always... <laughs> he, was just, he, was, he was a 13-year-old that got burned in the face by his father. Yeah, once you saw that scene, you're kind of like, oh, I feel for you, man. You're like, oh, man, that, that stinks. But then once Azula kind of pops in, you're like, okay... This chick is just evil, mm-hmm. and she's she's she, insane. Yeah, and, she's a nuts, and, nutso. And the thing is, I also feel like it's a good uh, power progression. Like their first villain, Zuko, and kind mm-hmm. of a, I forgot who's that other general dude in season oh, one. Oh yeah, that's Zhao. Right. Zhao, yeah. Like he's yeah, don't of, do this, Zhao. You cannot is, destroy the moon. Yeah, like <laughs> he's he's the bad guy. He's kind of a, another side villain, but it's just like I feel like you know you have your stepping stone in season one. And then you get to season two, and Azula is crazy, crazy powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I think uh, like when they all team up against her in season two in that tiny little village. Oh yeah, and she just starts, and it's like it's Iro, Zuko, Avat- it's uh, Aang, and Korra, and then you know Sokka and Toph, mm-hmm. all of them. And she still gets away and takes out. Uh, Here's Iroh. the thing. Here's the mm-hmm. thing, though. Uncle Uncle Iro would have beat her in a one on one. That's true. If, yes. he, if he was at his full power, he's too old. <laughs> but it, it, he just they were, they were just caught off caught off guard. But hundred percent, um, Iro is much more powerful. Yeah, Iro because Iro could face the Fire Lord. But because remember in, in the mm. third season, he's like, well, why don't you fight him? And he's like, well, I might be able to beat him. But even if I did, would the s- world would see it as just a brother killing a brother, right? So Ungairo mm. is more powerful than Azula. Mm. Just, want to, <laughs> just want to make that make that clear. Zuko. Also, yeah. Also, Uncle Iroh, like Amazing some development. Like, right? Not even like too much, but like you just connect with him. His dead son. Zuko is the son now. And he he's kind of the the rock in Zuko's life. That's he's basically kind of he takes on Zuko the father role to Zuko. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But also their relationship has a lot of depth in character moments. Like especially in season two, when he's like. 
Zuko, you know what's right and wrong. Exactly. You need to stop this. But he's also freaking hilarious. Like the whole uh, when the <laughs> tea, the, 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 and then and then the lizard, um, like when that lizard that stuns you with its tongue, yeah. and it's like, Clara, I didn't know you were stunned. There's a girl with him. It was great. That's pretty funny. That's a lot of humor, but also that I think the emotional growth wouldn't happen as much for Zuko without Uncle Aro to guide him. Mm-hmm. I will say, um, yeah. uh, just going back to to villains, um, you have yeah, you have Zuko in the in the first one, and then you have more obviously, and then General Zhao in the uh, end, um, and he really was uh, a bad guy. He was going to kill the Moon oh, Spirits. Yeah. Would have just kind of thrown off the world. He did really. kill the Moon Spirit. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> then it comes back, but yeah, that which would have thrown off the world entirely, and not sure how that would have affected things in the long term or helped him get the avatar, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But even if it got the avatar, the world would have just been like in this weird chaos yeah. state. But um, then it brings on Azula, who, you know, oh, she's just evil and bad. But I think the, the always alluding to the fire Lord and not really seen him yes. until like third season, basically. Yeah. The, yeah. The buildup was, uh was really good. And then, then you do see him, Right. And the face and you're like, oh, like, you're oh, like, he's okay, just a guy. He, like, he's just a normal guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know, he's evil. And then like when you see the power in the fight and then he and then he's fighting, too. I, I just I thought they did a really good job um, at doing that. And they didn't um, they didn't make him some like weird, crazy creature, even though they mm-hmm. were kind of like alluding to him being like this. Yeah. Oh, this. Well, I think it was had to do his his presence and his power, his power, how powerful he was. That's why yes. they gave him the shots of like. You do not see him, his face, his face, because he is like his, he gives off the aura of he is the most powerful firebender Mm -hmm. and he is pure chaos and evil. So Mm -hmm. I I thought that was, I thought that was, uh, an amazing job. Um, well Mm -hmm. done that they did, uh, for the, Mm -hmm. um, for the seasons, uh, overall for, for the show. And obviously he's, he, he, he's a bad dude. I feel like you, you hate Azula more because she's seen more, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And she, yeah. Uh, her and, maniacal laugh and the things uh, that she does. Her she, she, it's and, kind of like she's like crazy. Like she's kind of like I guess Joker esque, and she you know she does fall into madness at the end, and that's why she kind of loses. But the Fire Lord is just kind of like he's he's the Thanos. He's the ultimate villain of I am all uh, power. Yeah, right. I want to take over. And that's I just I love that his relationship with both Zuko and Azula, and that constant like he's pitting them against each other, but then mm-hmm. they're going to. And I also actually I really appreciated how like like they didn't really. Like, it didn't matter, like, male or female in this. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, Azula's super powerful. She's going to be the next Fire Lord. Or Katara's a boss at waterbending. So I, I liked how they never, like, did this kind of, like, oh, we don't. Anyone's a pow- anyone's a bender. Anyone can be powerful. Anyone's powerful, exactly. So because we didn't have to worry about, like, this whole like, gender thing. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess let's let's move on to action in this because obviously I think we talked a little bit in you know our question of how like bending is just cool. Bending is a really cool bending thing. Is super cool, and like that creates a lot of unique things within the world building. But what do you guys think about I guess the action as a whole in the series? Uh, similar to what I said before, like the the first season, it, it is much slower. It's kind of more kind of like yeah, le- which makes sense for you because it's like we have to remember this. You're is the, getting into it, yeah. This is the first time we've had the bending. Um, uh, but I think my favorite episode by far in the first one is the Blue Spirit episode where he, uh, where Z- he where Zuko. Zuko rescues Aang because it's just that one is super action packed and it's like Zuko not even using firebending. He's just like the sorting and then Aang is using stuff just super entertaining. But then overall, like the action just progressively gets better and better mm-hmm. and better until the end. It's just fantastic. 
Uh, I, I just enjoyed when he went in the Avatar state at the very end and just whoops butt. I love mm. when he goes in the Avatar state because uh, he's just all all powerful and there, and there's really nothing you can do. And that character um, development where he doesn't have the Avatar state was mm-hmm. also great. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I think the the action was um, was was stellar throughout. I think they they did a, a great job um, not forcing it too much because you would you would think with the ability to to bend um these different elements that it it might be overused at some points mm-hmm. um and it would become uh maybe a little too convenient Stale. or st- yeah but um the the way that they were using it throughout the show uh was was great and it wasn't wasn't forced and it was always uh, it was always very, very appealing, entertaining where they were using it throughout the episodes and they'd use it in the big battles mm-hmm. or maybe just a, a little bit in, in some of the, the smaller day-to-day things. And yeah. so and it was refreshing each yeah, time. And I felt mm-hmm. like they were able to use bending very creatively at times because I think mm-hmm. that's the thing with the action. Mm-hmm. They build upon it and use it creatively like, you know, Toffling into metal band, it's just an extension of earth bending. Mm-hmm. They have the, the sand bending. The sand bending, but, but also just like in the battles, like how like different forms of bending uh, contrast one another. Mm-hmm. Cause it seems like, I don't know. It's almost like why we want to say like, Oh wait, obviously wander bending has all the advantages. Still the fire nation is, is most top, powerful and is the most powerful when people live in fear of fire benders. But well, I think it's, 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 it's very attacking. Whereas yeah. like water bending can be defensive mm-hmm. and, and forward. But I, I think I just love seeing the different styles and how they interact with one another. And it seems like, Depending on it's your if you have if you have a greater skill in any bending, I still think you can take out anyone if you have a greater skill, no matter what your bending may be. Yeah. Because in some sense, they still kind of balance each other out. Mm-hmm. Like, like water doesn't just automatically beat fire. Your water doesn't beat fire. Uh, earth doesn't earth beat air. Scatter, air scatters earth, <laughs> and I will destroy wind. That's a little T M N T for yeah. you. But I, I just feel like just the different yeah the different forms and styles that we see in bending. And then how they, they interact with one another is very unique and creative. And I don't think it's something like, I guess maybe this is a little more world building that we've really seen in a, a TV show. Because I think the world of Avatar is very unique and interesting that it's like, oh, if you're in the Avatar world, you, your universe, you know where you are. You know the feel of how things are, where I feel like a lot of other universes, you know, and I think especially in sci-fi, it's easy for it to all blend together. But I yeah. felt like Avatar was a breath of fresh air as far as world building and different elements coming together to create something unique and different. Especially this idea of like, uh, you know, there's a war going on, but then, you know, people are also still living their daily lives, which I really mm-hmm. like. Cause like, that's how war is. It's not, everything is about the war. Everybody's there. It's like people are at home in their villages supporting the war, or some people are just like trying hiding away from it. And so I, I like that element. Mm-hmm. It is a little bit of a bummer though. Uh, when you're watching, because you're like, oh man, you know that all the airbenders are destroyed, basically. Yeah. And, and you know genocide. That, then you know that, like, basically all a lot of the waterbenders are are destroyed, right? And then they're trying to wipe out the earthbenders. So that was always a little bit of a bummer for me watching the show, because you're like, dang, I wish there was more and more airbenders and more waterbenders that could uh, that Fine. could help. Um, and you're like, oh, I just wanted to be populated everywhere and have mm-hmm. everyone, have uh, everyone working together to stop the the Fire Nation, but. And uh, that was Fire Nation, you know, destroying and yeah, trying to conquer. Yeah. And I also think it also goes to show there is a lot of emotional depth in this show. Like, like people die. Yeah, people die uh, every day. <laughs> I, guess it, it is, yeah. I guess we've been spoiling all of it, but who hasn't seen the show? But uh, like, think of the, the death of Jet 
like and like he even his character arc a little bit in uh bossing say when oh, he dies yeah, that's, like, right. that's really really sad when mm-hmm. he dies oh and yeah. then also just like the emotional depths obviously zuko betrays iroh and characters the the heroes lose i think because i think the a heroes lot, lose a lot and like in a lot Con- of times constantly in, 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 in kid <laughs> show you're like oh yeah the good guys always have to win but it's like no like they had a lot of emotional moments, like when Appa gets lost and Aang just goes ham. Like Aang goes eight and <laughs> all those sandbenders. Sandbenders. Yeah, and just like a lot of... Or deep, the, the moon, like the moon spirit girl, like has to go up like sacrifices and be the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what was the other thing I was, I was going to say? Uh, Katara and her mom, like when she finds the dude that killed her mom. Like, uh, yeah. There's so many different moments, not only exploring the, these characters' arcs and the things they believe in, but just kind of fleshing out these characters and showing that real moments still happen yeah. within this world and it's not just all fun and games because yeah. it is yeah like christian said it's a very fun and upbeat positive show but it still has so much emotional depth that i think you can get behind and that i think is really good for any age when you see it at because right. like if you're a kid you're like oh this is super cool all this this fighting and bending but when you also watch it again as an adult you're like wow these emotional moments are really really powerful and meaningful and plus there's always so much more more things that you catch on that I don't think you always notice through a first look through. Because, for example, um, you know when they talk about Zuko and his mom, and he's like mm-hmm. oh, yeah. in the story of that, Zuko's mom killed the uh, uh, Fire Lord Ozai's dad. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they were going to kill Zuko. <laughs> like, um, which is something I never saw until, like, my third or fourth run time through. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that makes so much well, more and sense. And they kill her. No, she, no she's she, she, she runs away. Oh, that's right. But uh, yeah, they never resolve that. That's um, right. they, they do resolve it in some comics later on. I've uh, read. Okay. And they actually actually explore more of the uh, Azula's character and oh, why okay. she is the way she is. She's crazy. Because there was gonna there was gonna be a fourth season to this after oh, it all ooh. ended, but because they were because Emlet Shyamalan was doing the movie, that fourth season got canceled. Because kind of what happens in this comic story arc is what they were going to explore in the fourth season. And looking back, I, I think I'm glad would, they didn't. I think yeah. it would have kind of ruined the ending. It would have given, uh, it would have fleshed out some characters more. But like, yeah, the ending just ended so nice. But yeah, the ending did end really nice. But they they were going to explore more characters in it throughout. Mm. There you go. I was gonna say one of the most, uh, probably one of the most frustrating things for me wasn't any of the, wasn't any of the Fire Lord people, but it was Judy. And the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the door, the, not the dormage, the, 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 they were, they were the most frustrating, uh, part for and me. It, it, was just, yeah. it was just, cre- it was just creepy in Boston say like you're, you're generally kind of terrified. It was of. super creepy. I'm like, oh yeah, was, that drove me bonkers. I'm like, you know what? Screw these people. Like wipe them all out. Cause they were like, you know, <laughs> we're just going to, they're like, we're going to sell these people. We're going to sell them out. We'll sell anyone out just so mm-hmm. we can stay in power. It's like, wait, you guys realize that you're going to sell these people out. So the fire nation can come in and wipe all of you guys out. Well, yeah. like, you, you do understand that, right? That was something um, I actually really liked about it though, was it's like, it wasn't so clear cut. Like everybody in the fire nation is bad. Everybody in the earth kingdom or rod kingdom is good. But there was like, there were punks, like there were Here, earth punks that Zuko had to beat up. There yeah. were really bad Dai Li who were willing to sacrifice other things. They're like every, Just because you're not a, with the Fire Nation doesn't mean you're good. Exactly. There, there's heroes and villains everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I, I really appreciated that. And there, yeah, there were good people within the Fire Nation, like the Swordmaster. So, right, right, exactly. And the White Lotus. The White Lotus. Mm-hmm. White Lotus was cool. cool. I thought that was really cool when they went in the Fire Nation and they were able to explore that a little bit more too because you're like, oh, wait. 
Uh, not everyone here technically is bad too. There's a lot of brainwashing going on. So when I, the end goes into school and he starts the party, yeah. the dancing party. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. forgot about that. I'm like th- those were just fun, like fun episodes mm-hmm. for sure. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't have too much else to say about this. Like, obviously, there's a bunch of romance and it happens. That that's also pretty good. And yeah, thank goodness out. they get so- together. Sokka's romances are the are Dude, funniest. Sokka's such a player, man. Going around, <laughs> going for the moon, the Kyoto. <laughs> My first girlfriend turned into the moon. Yeah. That's, oh, that's rough. That's buddy. rough. That's, <laughs> God, yeah, gotta be my favorite line. Oh, yes, yeah, I love that too. I just have to say, like, the, when Zuko does turn good and he has to prove himself, and then they go on those adventures together, like, I love those. Like, yeah. those are so they're good powerful, episodes. I think. Yeah, I feel, I feel bad for for Zuko. I know we didn't. I I know TJ just mentioned Zuko briefly, but yeah, Zuko by far is. The, uh, I think yeah, the, the standout character. He's a standout mm-hmm. character. I think the best overall arc. Or I guess we talked about it a little bit, but, but yeah, his, the the redemption and him coming back, uh, fantastic character. And then he gets the crowning moment where he is the Fire Lord, and he's able to you know try and bring back the Fire Nation. Inter- they brought peace <laughs> to the <laughs> <And> security. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think that's all I have. Okay, do you want to start? You want to start with your rating, TJ? Yeah, I'm giving this one a nine out of ten. Uh, I, I think Avatar is fantastic. It's quintessential. Um, and the, and I think this is how, you know, like how much of an influence it's had, like bending is just a second nature idea to people. Like everyone's like, Oh, like fight. Like when they like water, throw water, they're like, Oh, water bending or whatever. <laughs> and nobody even thinks about where that came from. We literally in last week's episode, Snatter cut when Mara was blood bending, uh, oh, yeah, seven we, wolf. We, that was the first thing. That was the first thing you said. She blood bended. Yeah. <laughs> And so it, it hasn't had as much as like a cultural impact, I would say, as like Marvel or something, but it still, I think, is far reaching and it is something that you can watch at any time in your life and still enjoy. And everyone should watch it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, it's a, it's like a 4.8 stars, 4.8, 4.9. It was awesome. It was super enjoyable to watch. Um, I didn't want to stop watching it. I, I could just watch episode after episode very wholesome uh funny entertaining action-packed uh had the depth to it i know i mentioned a lot of this at the beginning but um just a a well done uh, tv show and i'm just kind of bummed to move on to something else because i don't know what's going to be able to live up to (laughs) live up to it so Mm -hmm. uh super well done yeah between a four eight and four nine on the stars level for me and then for me, it's it's a half to watch. And this is like, above need, right? Yes, have have is the highest. Have is the need, highest. Have is above need. Always remember that. <laughs> but I think this show, not only is it fun and it has great action, but it has great characters. It has great depth, like Christian was saying. And it just, I think it's just super, super cool. And uh, I think, yeah, like I said earlier, it is for all ages, no matter where you are in your time of life, you can watch this and enjoy it. And I think everyone that does watch it does enjoy it because mm. it, it's not only fun, but has so much good character moments and hits you in emotional moments. Like the episode Tales of Bossing Say, like when it's just them going around Bossing Say, but just like the, the segment with Iroh and his oh, son yeah. mm-hmm. just makes you add so much more to the story. Mm-hmm. And I do think from just like a writing perspective, like how well they do their magic system with bending, like how, how well that's done and how grounded it is, as well as just like character moments that make sense and work like I would say it is one of the greatest anime, animated series of all time. And yeah. it deserves mm-hmm. that title. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be be timeless. That's right. Yep. And so, 
Yeah, it's it's great. I love Avatar so much. It's awesome. It's awesome. It is awesome. I understand the hype now. I understand it. <laughs> you understand. Okay. Shall we play the quote again? Yeah, let's get the final one. Back off, Parker. Wait, stop. These are people you're about to... No, 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 no. They're fly-bitten savages that live in a tree. All right, look around. I don't know about you, but I see a lot of trees. They can move. All right. That's the quote again, and that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it so much. If you want a chance to get a shout out on our podcast. Oh, I do uh, have a shout out. Uh, no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see We'll see how we did on time this week. We might have gone uh, a minute uh, or two over than, a or two over than uh, what we were hoping for. But yeah, I just want to give out a, a shout out to, to uh, Tanner G from, from Oregon. Uh, he was uh, just giving us some 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 helpful hints here and some... Uh, some praise as well, saying he, he loves listening to the episode and maybe just saying to uh, bring it a little bit shorter. I know we were we were a little bit long on our past couple episodes. We're just, getting, couple we're just episodes. getting too stoked, guys. We're sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we get pretty uh, pretty into uh, what we're talking about. We're very passionate about what we're talking about, but um, obviously sometimes it's it's hard to sit down and listen to a podcast that's an hour and a half or even an hour 20 minutes. So we're going to try and do a little bit better to keep it around that hour range, a little over an hour range for you guys. So you can sit down and listen to it as well. And, and that was a, a helpful, uh, helpful comment from, from Tanner G from, from Oregon. So we appreciate you, Tanner. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And if, if you want to other ways to get a shout on our podcast, if you send us this DM on Instagram or Twitter, that's at quotes and stuff's pod, guessing the quote before we reveal it, we'll give you a shout out. If you want a chance to reach out to the show. You can do that through Gmail at quotes and stuff pod at gmail.com with suggestions or anything else you want to send in. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Adios.